We all tell ourselves stories of who we are and why. But we forget that we have the power to define them. Let no idea grows from mewling striped cum to teeth at your throat, tiger, without a little help, some guidance, and a whole lot of love along the way. I am Jared Surf, and this is Here Be Tigers. Let's move on to our little playtest. Okay. And for this, we're going to use the Dungeon World system because it's a really easy engine to get. I will send you guys the rule system again because we're mostly looking at the basic moves. Only the audience could see the chat and the Pop-Tart getting uh, destroyed. I, I was trying to figure out why people were posting about that, and I saw it and went, oh, that, there's too much horror involved in this for this to have been done with any good intent. <laughs> we gotta get his raspberry filling. <laughs> okay. Or is that strawberry? I can't see it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That screenshot of them ripping its brains open to eat out its squishy, delicious, you know, saccharine innards is not a thing I needed in my life. <laughs> Quite frankly. But I had to share it with both don't, of you. Don't don't worry, uh, audience at home. Just wait. Just wait till I play uh, Disco Elysium. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we are. We need to schedule that up for next year because Ani and I are just going to provide them, you know, important moral support for you and emotional support too. Are, are we going to have a shot counter or something? <laughs> I don't think you'll survive the game. <laughs> I I want to see how quickly you get your first death. Yeah, I think what we need is that time till that. You know what it is? It's um, what's that meter they keep time between terrible things or you know time between like for addiction and stuff. We need to keep a meter between the amount of time since you la- your character last had a horrible ending. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a a darker, sadder, older version of Breath of Fire Five. So 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 if I like if if I last like uh, like what like thirty minutes in the game, I get a, like a sobriety chip or something. <laughs> Basically. There we go. And then Ani, of course, you know, will be the angel and devil kind of goading you toward good toward gooder decisions. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Th- this is just our fellowship game. <laughs> Andrew, it's just your reality. <laughs> I asked for this? No, no, your, your your choices don't matter in reality. Oh. This isn't a choose your own adventure game. The GM's been in control the whole time. You are the protagonist in the single player experience. Just like high school D&D all over. <laughs> that would be the worst hell. <laughs> you sit down to play like a, a, a like a like modern 5e and it you're, you're, the horror is just you get sent back to high school and have to deal with like oh uh just one session sorry we're all busy. Oh no. Give your presentation. Oh, got a roll presentation. Oh shit, I forgot to train that. Uh. <laughs> Deception. Isn't that, isn't there, what, what's that one game where you play the teachers or whatever? Big Smoke. Most of my friends will not play that having worked in education. <laughs> because, of course. It sounds like you should get them to play it. <laughs> no, no, the, the core system of that game is screwing over other people so they don't get tenure. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should still make them do it. <laughs> it's up to your wizards, and that makes it better? No. You know, Pig Smoke is, is going to live in infamy as the game we only play once in all likelihood. Because Just like watching The Witch. Yeah, we watched that twice, man. <laughs> no, we watched it three times. No, I only remember two of them, though. 
<laughs> Which ones do you remember? Oh no. Um, the it's first been episode. So long. You, you don't you don't remember our very special episode on the topic of abortion? I, okay. Vaguely remember that. I remember the one where we had Wallace Shawn teaching uh the poisons the poison classes at the uh witcher school. And then we were oh right, we were gonna turn it into like a, a platforming jumping game where he has to bounce off of Roach. To get the little had, bonuses. What did we have? We had yeah. we had the first oh, yeah. episode with the war. We, we made an angry girl game. <laughs> I just I just love that we ended it on the abortion metaphor episode. <laughs> and that was all we talked about. How could you expect me to watch more of that show after that episode? Because <laughs> funny. <laughs> Our experience of what we made funny, but that episode was oh. <laughs> Thank you for making me remember it. <laughs> You're welcome. You're not. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I'm sure I'll be paying for it all back with Disco Elysium. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, oh, boy. Okay. So what I would say is take a poke at the playbooks or at the play kit. The important thing for our experience today is simply the set of basic moves. Because I think in true form, this is something Dave and I were talking about. If you if you are, you know, you're... you're a, you know, eight to sixteen-year-old JRPG protagonist in the village. You don't have a class. You don't have a job. Just someone puttering around. Oh, you know what? Before we do this, there was one last set of questions. Uh, let's let's do this one last round of questions because I think it's going to matter. Okay, what's your starting weapon? Do I get a double inventory slot? No, no, there's no other rules involved. What's your starting weapon? Or if not a weapon, then ability or other thing. What's the neat thing your character can do? If you want to come up with it that way, but I think starting weapons a good place to start. I know exactly what I want mine to be, but I can't think of the word what it is. Okay, describe it's the it. worst. Describe it. It's in baking that you use to make things flat. A rolling pin. A rolling pin. That's my starting weapon. <laughs> Great, cooking mama. Here we go, Andrew. Uh, mine will be a mortar and pestle. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to choose a stick because I started the game. The concept with the notion of boy with stick. It was a writing collaborative or an art collaborative I used to belong to years ago. And I just think that it's the simplest thing you can have that's multi-purpose and also kind of useless. So those will be where we begin our beta test or our play test of this concept in a system where instead of taking as you would normally a playbook, we're only going to begin with the basic moves. And actually, this is not a, a character question, but I think it's a uh, a point of order or a playtest question. Do you want to start with all of them or do you want to unlock some of them as we play? I think it would make sense to unlock some as we play. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Cool. So let's take a quick look at the basic moves and figure out the couple that we start with or the handful that we start with. I have aid or interfere, obviously. That's clearly my character. Uh, I think mine would have the same. Yeah, I think uh, rather than have these be specific character moves, I should have phrased this differently. We as the group, what are the bit like? What's the what are things that we as people, as you know, regular old kids, or we'll set an age in this in the you know in a moment, as as just normal folks in this village, what do we know to do before an adult teaches us more, or some strange mentor squirrel stumbles upon us in the forest? Have hacker slasher volley, but I think we would all maybe have defend. Okay. So defend, probably discern realities. Yeah, I don't know if we'd have parlay yet, but definitely discern realities. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so let's do defend. Let's do discern realities. 
aid and interfere makes sense because you know how to help people, even if you're not great at it. Mm-hmm. And I think defy danger because that's fundamentally how you determine whether or not you do things well or poorly in the system. I think I think that's a good idea. So defy, defy danger, defend, discern realities, and aid or interfere. Yes. Everything else we have to find. And so, okay, what that means is for our beta test of this, we're going to figure out ways to meet the right people in our village or surrounding areas to learn these things and go on little quests to satisfy them or otherwise unlock it. And obviously we won't pick up everything today, but you know, this is mostly just a concept test crash course. We're going to break it down, see whether what works and what doesn't. I'm not saying necessarily we'd even use this system, but I think powered by apocalypse engines are probably the best way to begin. And I am kind of curious to see, you know, what happens when we strip them down to the most essential components instead of having any of the fantastic stuff you normally begin with. Okay, so the one other relevant thing we need to do before we begin is assign stats, a look, and a name. Now, these will have you do the usual, you know, like 18, 16, etc. It doesn't really matter. It's ones, twos, and threes. So if you look on the character playbooks, you'll see, for instance, that we begin. everyone begins with, well, actually, you know, so the normal math of this system is a 2d6 plus mod, which we're all familiar with. The 7 to 9 is the mixed success, 10 or higher is success, 6 or lower is failure, right? So because the 2d6 pushes a 7 average with modifiers to change it accordingly. I think to simplify things, we'll start with a standard array of the plus 2, 2 plus 1s, 2 zeros, and a minus 1, okay? And, you know, they're the standard D&D stats. So... Mm-hmm. Let's all figure those out for our characters. And if you want, maybe have the... Do you want to have your starting weapon choose the highest stat? Or do you want to just assign them as as you see fit to? I could go either way, to be honest. Okay, Ani? Yeah. um, For me, I don't know if this is the right time to choose stats necessarily, because we don't know what our playbooks are going to be. So maybe in the first session, we can get the vibe of the character and their strengths, and then once we figure out what those strengths are, we can assign the stats accordingly. We could do that too, yeah. Basically, we'll have to start assigning them once we start rolling, but we can figure yeah. it out and play if that makes sense to you. Okay, I'm fine with, you know, really stripping this down to the the absolute. So let's just jot down a space, the six stats, the name, and some look. Okay, I'm going to go with... feel so interestingly bare bones. <laughs> I think it's fun. It is. It really, it's such a blank canvas. There's so much possible that I don't know yet. And there's, I'm laughing because I'm kind of excited by how much I don't know. Okay, so I'll go first. Uh, for a name, I wrote Finn, which translates to white or pale. So for look, I went white hair, blue eyes, pale, stick. That's all I have for a description. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything else about him, and that's kind of fascinating. Uh, who wants to go next? My name for my character is Alfie. No no special behind the name, just went with it. Um, I, my look is thin, haunted. My uh, my mortar and pestle is worn out. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Ani, bring us in, bring, give us some hope. Okay. Give us some of that Tuesday magic. <laughs> so, uh... My name is Sussy. My look is I'm lanky. Sussy. <laughs> Sussy. Sussy. 
Okay, it sounded like sussy for a second. No, sussy. <laughs> sussy, okay, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, and she is lanky and tall for her age. Her eyes, one is, I'm going to be super edgy. I'm going to have one brown and one green. Oh, do you have a cattail too? No. <laughs> okay. She is wearing an apron over her clothes. The apron is completely covered in flour. Okay. I wrote down another description. Barefoot. Uh, ages. How do we want to do that? Do we want to just have like a general idea of them? Do we want to give a specific? Sussy is like probably 16 or 17. Okay. I think Finn is 15. Uh, Andrew? Alfie is? I think Alfie would be 14th. Oh no, you're the big sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to think of like... I, I, I want to make him a little younger because, like, I'm trying to think of, like, like, he, like I, I'm picturing him like a sheepish kind of character. So like, don't go, don't go into the woods. We're not allowed. Maybe eight or 12, somewhere around there. We'll make him 12. Okay. Yeah. 12 is a good age. Well, how about, how about we split it and call it 13? Because at least that makes a little bit more sense why he's hanging out with a 15 and a 17 year old. <laughs> Could be siblings. We don't know. I, I It's so, like, there's so much we don't know. This is. I've never that's done this. That's true, yeah. Okay. No, I'll I'll stick with 13 though cuz that's not that's that's a little old but that's not too. One of Setsi's defining features is she has a very high ponytail. Oh, that's getting pulled on. Alfie's going to pull that. <laughs> Alfie is or Finn is. I, you know, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> maybe both. Typically you put bonds in to establish relationships in the system, and I'm not sure if we do or we discover that in play. What are your thoughts? Uh, maybe we could d- determine at one bond between each of us. Yeah, that gives us a starting just point. Just so we have something to go with. Okay, let's, yeah, let's just, go around and do that. Just so we have a small familiarity. Can we write everybody's names in the chat so I know how to spell your names? Please. I'm wanting consistency. Please, I beg of you. Because Andrew had to be weird about spelling it. <laughs> he can't pronounce <laughs> Why you didn't spell it all? So did you? He can't spell. <laughs> I, I, I want. I think my head canon is that his name is actually Ralphie, but he constantly forgets the R. It's adorable. Okay, it's parentheses R. Close parentheses. Yeah. Can I? Can I, can I edit? You go uh, ahead. Yes. I if- oh, I can't. I can't edit the original message. Hold on. I gotta make a new one. Uh, parentheses R, Alfie. <laughs> It tastes like existential He's, he's, he's nasally. He, he can't pronounce the R. <laughs> and that is an IE, even though the font for <laughs> eyes is hot garbage in this app. Wow. Sally? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her name is actually Celery. <laughs> wow. That's uh, sussy. Yeah, okay. You, you know, Finn, Finn's one is fitting. I'm just going to say that. Okay. So let's see. Do bonds quickly. And... One for each. So, Ani, why don't you start with Sessie's bond with either Alfie or yeah, Alfie or Finn? Um, I think Sessie feels protective of Alfie. She will call him Ralphie. She'll respect him. <laughs> Alfie. And yeah, I think that that's it. She feels protective of Alfie. Okay. And how does she, what's her bond with Finn? Finn's the bad influence on Elf. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't know anything about Finn yet. Let's see. Maybe that's your bond. Maybe, maybe that's it. Like, 
Finn is just so below her radar. She doesn't even know he exists. Okay. Finn who? Yeah. There's a, this isn't a big spoiler, but you know, you can recruit Minthara and Baldur's Gate 3 and ask her about the rest of the party and what her opinions are. And she goes on, you know, or pretty deep at some of them. And it's off, it's really fascinating because sometimes she's pretty insightful and, you know, contemplative. Then you ask her about Gale. <laughs> I know, I know what you're talking And her reply is the wizard. No. And that's the entire reply. M- M- Minthara correct as usual. <laughs> <laughs> like you can prod her for more, but that's it. Okay. And uh, what are Alfie's bonds with Ceci and Finn? Uh, I'm going to say I, I'm getting like, I, I, I don't know if I, if either of you have seen the show Rugrats, but I'm getting like Alfie is the Chucky to Finn's like Tommy. Oh, no. Like, like, <laughs> like, like Finn's the one like getting him. He, okay. Here's a better example. Finn is Bart and Alfie is Millhouse. There we go. It's really sad. <laughs> That's the bond. Oh, God, that makes Sessie Lisa. <laughs> hey, we're not yeah. necessarily related. <laughs> That'd be terrible. What brother? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I, I feel like with... Sessie. Sessie, it's... um, I'm going to say he's shy. Like, just, just very all-around shy and doesn't know how to talk with Sessie that much. Like, like he's... I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the, like word to describe it would he be intimidated yeah yeah he's he's intimidated yeah that would be perfect he's like he's he's not like scared of you he's just a little like nervous yeah well she is the big girl she is yeah so uh this is what i wrote down for sessi she knows the best ways out of the village and alfie keeps following anyway (laughs) you know he doesn't want to be left alone yeah yeah I, I don't know. If, I don't know if there's anyone else our age in the village. We'll figure that out. But yes, yeah, I think the three of us have somehow clustered together throughout the day, despite expectations otherwise. Okay, so this is going to be an interesting experiment because this is a system that typically runs with a GM. So our first twist is that we're not having a GM, and I'm going to go minutes being the playbook. Okay, here. And to mark down, we're using Defy Danger, Defend, Discern Realities, and Eat or Interfere as our beginning capacities. Mm. So there's a couple ways these kind of stories usually begin, right? There's the one where you wake up in your bed and your parents yell at you to go and do stuff. Or there's more of an in-media res where you're in the middle of doing stuff and something happens. Which way do you guys want to start? I think the classic... At least I would go with the classic, you wake up in the morning and your mom is there being like, hey, you're late for the thing that you were supposed to be doing today. Okay, so to kind of help move things along, I think we should play NPCs for each other if we're not in the scene. Who wants to be the kid that wakes up, meets up with the others? I feel that that would be Finn. Yeah, I, I kind of okay. agree. Like, Alfie would not... Al, Al, there's no way Alfie's gonna go out and meet up with Finn. Like, Finn's dragging him out. Right, so Alfie's probably with Sassy already. Okay, we've established. Maybe. You're my yeah. baby brother. We have already established this now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, that means only you get to bully him. Okay, so that means you two are the parents, or one of you is the parent in this scene. For, uh, for, for, or is, is this Finn waking up then, or? Yeah, I guess this is the parents waking Finn up. Okay, let's, let's paint the image a bit. What's the house look like? We have some specifics to work with. I feel like it's, all the houses in this village are rustic. 
I feel like Finn is like if he's like the like adventure like getting into adventure kid, I feel like he's probably in like the older maybe a bit more run down house that's like a bit further from the village. The one on the edge. Yeah, yeah. Like like his 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 dad has like the the farm on the edge of it or something, but it's it's starting to run down a little bit. Yeah, I feel like it has a loft, which is where you sleep. Okay, so it's a one bedroom house or one room house with a loft up on one side. Yes. You get your fireplace off on the other side. There's the table, the the sink, the stove and everything. There's, you know, the wardrobe and all that stuff tucked under the loft. All the farm equipment in a shed outside. Okay. So uh I get this. We got our we got our opening mu- we got our cutscene that's rolled out. We got our opening music playing. Finn's sleeping. Who's playing Papa? Of course do you do. Son, wake up! <laughs> huh? Hmm? No. There's work to be done! Hmm? No, that's just, a, that's a sword, isn't it? That's gotta be a sword. It's, can't be, it's too shiny to be a stick. Finn! Do you hear me? But, 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 what? Huh? Finn's father goes over and starts shaking the ladder to the loft. You know what? We were talking about assigning stats. How big is Finn's dad? The big, robust guy? Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing like not like I'm picturing like one of those like bigger like, <laughs> um, like like fat guys. Not he's not like strong, but he he's like like uh, like bodybuilder kind of. Like, he's got a lot of mass and a lot of muscle too. Yeah, like the like the strongman competition style. Okay, I, I mean, Annie, I have to ask you, how sturdy is this loft? Does it rattle? The a bit? loft has been sturdy in the past but it has been years since it's been built okay so i think we're i think we're, we're going for our first defy danger here because you know angry pop shaking you out of the loft and either you jump out or fall out or you know how, how you get out of bed i think is that first character defining moment in this right yeah yeah okay so let's go to the rule book here defy danger so since you're the one instigating the scene i think it's fair for ani to declare what stat or what kind of defy danger we're using. So okay. you go to defy danger and it says, you know, when you act despite an imminent threat or suffer calamity. And I think part of this too is like, it's not really a calamity, but in the scale of things, you know, when your every day is working on the farm, chasing out rabbit monsters and stuff, getting shaken out of your bed the wrong way is probably a big deal. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. I get to choose as the player, which one of these I do, depending on what I. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So he's shaking it pretty vigorously. It's a loft that's not together anymore. I know the bed's not going to collapse, but I've probably been thrown out of this bed before. So I think the first thing I'm going to try to do is sleep through it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know what? Finn's pretty stubborn. So let's assign him a plus one to wisdom. Wouldn't, wouldn't stubborn mean he has a minus one wisdom because he's not open to new things? Mental fortitude, man. That's all it says for wisdom. (laughs) Okay. So this might, mind you, he's getting no help in this. Let's, uh, let's go to, oh God, they changed the way this works on the phone. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do keep changing my app interface. Alrighty. Uh, been so long since we've done this. It's slash roll now. Yep. Yes. 2d6 plus one. Oh, okay. So I roll a nine. And the way this works, like most of the apocalypse world games is that I've given a choice. So let's go to the move because it'll flavor how that works. I should really have the playbook open. Uh, do one of you want to read the Defy Danger, how the system works, how the, how the move works? Uh, yeah, I, I have it open. 
When you act despite an imminent threat or suffer a calamity, say how you deal with it and roll. If you do it, uh, in, in this case, through mental fortitude, it is plus whiz on a 10 plus, you do what you set out to. The threat does not come to bear. On a 7 to 9, you will stumble, hesitate, or flinch. The GM will offer you a worse outcome. Hard bargain or ugly choice. Okay, since Ani's playing the moment, the role of GM at the moment, what are you offering me? A worse outcome, a hard bargain, or an ugly choice? And then you have to tell me what it is. Okay, so I just pick what happens, essentially, right? You can, there's a few different ways you can go. You can either say, well, you didn't, you didn't do it fully, so here's what happens instead. You can tell me that I have to make a choice as to what happens. Or there's something I've got to give up to get what I want anyway. Okay. So do you want this to happen? If so, I will decide. I would like to stay in bed. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you have the choice if you wish to stay in bed, which you wish to do. You know your father. You've lived all of your years with this man, okay. and you know what happens when you sleep in. Yeah, he gets late. angry. He gets angry, and you know what happens when he gets angry. I have to go out and pluck all the cabbages out and beat the rabbit monsters up. It'll be a long, hard day in the field. Mm -hmm. No adventuring, just all field work the whole day. Whole entire day. Unless I convince my friends to help me first. Here we go. Yep. Staying in bed. He's going to have to drag me out. And once he does, I'm getting my friends to help. So narrate it. Or actually, no, Andrew, you're playing Pops. Roll it out. Yeah, you're playing Pops. So after he, after Pops hears no movement, he uh, stops shaking, cl climbs, <laughs> climbs up the loft. I imagine he's got to like Which, hunch over pretty badly to do this. I uh, No, here's the thing. Okay. Here's what I, I, I want to propose this. Good. Do, does the ladder have to roll to stay secure enough to, so that it doesn't break under the under his I mean, weight? If, if you want the ladder to break, the ladder breaks. Yeah, it's up to I'm you. Already rolled. Uh, I'm already rolled. No, no, no. I okay. Yeah, no. I'll I'll say he climbs up anyways. Um, Finn, mm. I will give you to the count of three. You can count one. Uh huh. Two. Uh huh. Two and a half. Wait, we didn't do fractions yet. What comes after? I'm up. I'm up. I'm and uh, true to Finn, he's not actually fully awake, so he grabs the stick, which of course he keeps by his bed, and starts swinging it wildly. I'm, I'm, I uh, pops grabs the stick. He doesn't break it, but he just grabs it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What? 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 Blinking. Uh, is it? Is it? Is it harvest day? Yes. But it was harvest day yesterday. It's the cabbages harvest day. But it was the carrots yesterday. How we just planted the cabbages? Yes, they grow diff. They harvest on different days. <sighs> it's we've been over this before, Finn. I don't even like cabbages. They taste funny, and you smell terrible when you eat them. I'll cut you a deal. Okay. Yet you harvest the entire cabbage patch. Uh huh. Then you can go play the entire cabbage patch. The entire cabbage patch. I think Finn's a little wily, so he'll he'll agree a little too readily to that, mostly because he has different understandings of what the word you means here, because there's a person in the village named you. <laughs> Do you need to put something in charisma for this? I think if I get caught doing it, yes. Right now, he's just agreeing <laughs> to the word, to the terms of the letter. 
So it's probably going to require getting, you know, Ceci and <laughs> Alfie together. It becomes to re- Shiloh. <laughs> <laughs> Every character boils down to Shiloh. Yes. I wasn't planning to go this route, but you named a character you. <laughs> and you called Finn the troublemaker. So he's got to live up to it. I think to your point, that was more innocent shenanigans. Troublemaker to Shiloh. I'm going to get my friends and use one of my friends. That sounds like Shiloh. Yeah, your point. So, you know, yeah, you I'll, know, I'll hop you really out of bed. shouldn't take advantage of them like that, son. That's not really nice. How do you know it's taking advantage? He, he just face palms and goes back down the loft. Final. Just get the cabbages harvested. I got to go work out in the field with Bessie. You know the cow doesn't like it when you deadlift it. Neither will you. He exits off. There aren't enough cabbages the in the world to get as big as you. Still love you, son. Yeah. Climb down ladders, grab stick, get clothes, grab breakfast, shove toast in mouth. Uh, forget <laughs> shoes. Importantly. Runs out with toast in mouth. Yes. <laughs> forget shoes, importantly, so dad can get pissed off about it later and go outside and look for- Finn owns shoes? What? Finn owns shoes? Oh, he absolutely makes me wear shoes when he can- Forced me to take them, but not today. He didn't say that was part of the deal. Uh, and then hop outside, and what's the weather like? I think it's a mild day, partly overcast. Okay. This is a thing I actually sent off in a note before, but one of the little weirdnesses uh, I had made a note of, that I'll, I'll throw this out there as a possibility, and a little nod to Terra Enigma. For whatever reason, I had an image where the clouds were not fluffy, but kind of weird, giant uh, gear-like things. They were kind of strange and thin, spiraling through the sky. Do we have weird clouds or something else in the sky? I, c- I can only picture the flower sky from SpongeBob. Oh, no. What's this? <laughs> Hold on, I'll, I'll send you an image. Okay, because I, 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 SpongeBob, I, I'm familiar with only through memes. So, and the horrifying. It, it's not exact, but I'm, I'm getting a faint idea here. Okay. Uh, SpongeBob sky. I mean, they're flowers, they're not gears, but yes. Importantly, are those clouds just in weird shapes, or are they just outlines of things? I, no, I think they're just, that. that's just the clouds. The clouds are just weird. Like, I, I, it's, it, I don't think SpongeBob has ever actually interacted with them before. I guess they'd be algae within the, the, the narrative of his show. Okay. So, yeah. That one makes sense, yeah. yeah. Let's say there's some kind of weird shit, there's... The clouds are in the sky. They're puffy, they're white, but they're all uniform in their shape. And it's unusual. Maybe it's flower-shaped or some other kind of thing, but it's it's persistent. All the clouds, varying sizes, textures, etc., are that shape. So look up to the sky. It's, you know, bright sunny day or mild day. Hmm. Look to the left, look to the right. Do I see either Sessi or Ralphie about? I think you would know. If Ralphie's out and about, it's because Sessi dragged him out. Okay. Where's Sessi on a mild on a mild day? What's what's her everyday like? Where is she usually this time of day? Early morning? Usually this time of day, uh, she is in the kitchen baking. Okay. I'm going to follow the smell of what's Sessie baking? Uh, probably just like basic basic bread. Staple. Okay. Plus one hit point bread. I got, I got to imagine it's probably like basic bread if we're just small village. Sure. It's the kind you, you munch on for breakfast. Everybody wants, you know, or people trade for stuff with. Okay. So let's do a scene, let's do a, a spotlight movement here, and Finn will go wandering off to Sessie's house, and let's move to Sessie's house. What's the baking process like, and who's helping you with it? 
I think at this time, she's alone in the kitchen and she's just kneading some dough uh, by herself because it is it's not super early in in the day. Like there's already like one batch of bread like on the windowsill cooling and then there's another batch in the oven. Okay, so like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Is Alfie there yet or is he coming in soon? If we're going with that they're siblings, mm-hmm. um, I would say Alfie is still asleep. Okay. And any parents? The parents aren't there. It's just Sassy in the kitchen with the door open to let out some um, the hot air. Okay. Let's roll the scene. Uh, paint the picture for us as you want, and then we'll find a way to rake to wake Alfie up. How does how does Finn approach the house? I know, uh, but I want you to take a moment to establish where you are and what you're doing first before I disrupt it, because it's going to annoy you. Uh, she's needing yeah. bread in in the <laughs> kitchen. Uh, there is a a tabletop, and she's leaning over it, kneading dough. How high are your windows? Normal. Height, not super high. I think it's like you know, probably a little over waist height for it, l- a kid. I, I was gonna say, do we want to like establish this as like a normal like village house yeah. compared to Finn's house? More, maybe a little I, bigger. I think so. Bit bit more well put together. I think so. There's a very big like baking oven like in the side of the house that also in the winter keeps the house warm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it it's very established. Like the, this is the place where the village gets most of its baked bread, specifically. Okay. So you you could argue probably that like Alfie's window is probably on a second floor. Then maybe. Yeah, and it's a legitimate second floor. There are birds chirping in the trees, smoke wafting out through the chimney. Uh, yeah, squirrels yeah. wandering. Because I, I I'm getting the up. sense that it's like the downstairs is probably like all if. If this, like, I'm picturing it almost like one of those, like, you have the restaurant down below and then upstairs is where the family kind of lives kind of situation a little bit. Yeah. So here's what I'm I'm going to say. If the if the bread's probably sitting by the windowsill, you've had a couple of squirrels come up every now and then kind of poking in the, in the window, take a look at what you're doing, you know, and maybe one of them paws at the bread occasionally. Every time I, Sassy sees a squirrel, she takes her rolling pin and runs the window just like like, like thrusting the rolling pin around wildly and trying <laughs> to scare the squirrels off. Don't you dare! Don't you dare! Oh, not the nature character, I see. So, at some point as you're baking, you notice there are fewer buns in the last tray you put out. She goes and looks out the window and below. Ben is, is crouched there feeding the squirrels at least one loaf of bread that you made while eating the other. She full on throws herself through the window, which is open, and smacks him in the back of the head with flour-encrusted fingers. I think that... (laughs) But there was enough, and they looked hungry. You know there is plenty of food for the frickin' squirrels. Are you here for Alfie? I have to take the cabbages out. You slept in again, didn't you? No. Look how high the sun is already, and you're not in the cabbage field. You're not my mother. <laughs> Thank God. Speaking of, where are yours? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. mom went to sell the bread in wherever didn't, people. She didn't take the one with the frosting on it, did she? Naturally, that one's for the mayor. 
they're having a party or something. I don't Alice know. gets the best. We should take his bread instead. Ah, I have to redo this stupid bread. She goes and snatches the bread from the squirrels. Hey, Regardless were- that it's like fully filthy now, she just grabs it, even uh, though half of it's eaten. There's a couple of squirrels still attached to it. <laughs> she just shakes them off. Ugh. I hate squirrels. They're so scary. Get off. One of them leaps onto the roof, skitters all the way around it, and crawls into Ralphie's window. Ralphie, there's a little thing on your window, so going, it's grumbling up a storm at you. Go, go away, Finn. I don't want to play. It pulls at your ears. It did. I I just immediately grab it and chuck it back out. Jesse, <laughs> <laughs> you see a squirrel flying out the window with a loaf of bread and some of Ralphie's hair. <laughs> well, I guess your brother's up. He's not doing anything today, right? Not that I know of. Great. So uh, I'll just be borrowing him for, uh, you know, half a day or so. Sure, sure. Just get out of my house. Whatever you say, sis. As he pockets another loaf of bread. (laughs) (laughs) She goes back inside. Mom, Dad. They're out. Oh, Sassy, why, why is there a squirrel in here? I don't know. I hate them. They're horrible. You've slept like 20 hours. Just get out of bed. I was <laughs> up late. Doing what? Uh, stuff. What stuff? You know, the, the I, uh, getting stuff from the woods, you know. Why would you be in the woods? It's full of squirrels. Uh. Is that why we have a squirrel infestation today? Did you no. take something from the squirrels? You no, took something from the squirrels. What did you take no, from the squirrels? <laughs> He like grabs the shoebox under his bed or and just like, no, I didn't stop. I didn't do anything. What did you take from the squirrels? I didn't take anything from squirrels, okay? What did you take from the, the forest? What was I it? Didn't ta- what no, was it? No. Show me? No. Show me. I don't wanna. Finn. You know? What happens he, he if like, you don't like, show me? He like he like looks out the window and shouts down to Finn. Finn. Finn looks up with a loaf Finn, of bread in his I mouth. need you to grab this. And he he like takes a box from under the bed and like j- jostles it down to Finn. Okay, I think we're making a roll here. Um. Hmm. <laughs> in the meantime, I hear him shouting for Finn. I'm gonna run outside to Finn. Okay, so I think there are two. Ro- There's a few different ways to do this here. Since I'm not technically in the scene, I will determine the move to use here. And, okay, so... So I guess I'm interfering, Yeah, I'm trying to figure out... Yeah, actually, you're right, interfere. So when you go to help or hinder someone and have a bond with them, roll plus bond. On a hit, they take a plus one or minus two of your choice. So you're going to roll interfere, and it will affect what Andrew rolls on his attempt to throw the object to me. Okay, so... Okay. 2d6 plus your bond, so 2d6 plus 1. Uh, do I roll it? No, she rolls it because she's interfering with something you're going to do. I got an 8. Okay, then. On a 7 to 9, you also expose yourself to danger, retribution, or cost. We will figure that out after Andrew makes his roll here. to throw... I think, you know what? It's not technically a volley. I think it's by defying danger by getting out of the way or acting fast, right? Okay, so importantly, yeah. are you trying to power through or get out of the way by acting fast or trying to use quick thinking? I would say quick thinking. Okay, that's it. I'll, 
Alfie, Alfie is definitely an int person. Okay. So assign a stat to int probably sounds like it's plus one or two. I, I'll say plus two. I, Alfie, Alfie is definitely like, he, he is book smart. Okay. So roll 2d6 plus two. Okay. Actually, no, just roll 2d6 because she interfered with you, which is a minus two. So it's oh. just 2d6. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no. <laughs> just a flat roll. An 11. <laughs> oh, great. Spectacular. Okay, then. So on a so it's a nine. Was that a two d six with the two? No. So he just so rolled it's a flat minus two. Okay, so yeah, then the minus two negates his stat plus two. So it's still an eleven. Yeah, because my my int is a plus two. Yeah, yeah, fair. Okay, so it's a it's an eleven flat. Very well then. Describe to us what you throw, how you throw, and uh, since I don't think it falls or breaks, we don't have to know what's in it yet, do we? Um. So I throw down a small. It's like, it's, it's the size of a shoebox, but it's a bit more like better built out of wood and stuff. Like something you would keep small items in, um, not, not a jewelry box size, but something a little bigger. And I just like, I quickly like grab it from under the bed and like look to see where Finn like sort of is still like, uh, below, like down below. And I just drop it on him. (laughs) <laughs> We're not going to roll for Finn to catch because you already made the successful roll. Finn, probably knowing your shenanigans, already has a hand up to catch it. Catches it, looks at the box, looks at Sessie, who probably gives like a really angry face at him, and then bolts downstairs, right? That's what you said you were going to yeah. run after Finn? Yeah. I mean, I, I was yeah. already downstairs. I okay. never went up. I was yelling up the stairs. Okay, so he's, in that case, he looks at he looks at Ralphie, Alfie throwing the thing. Doesn't see Sessie, he realizes she's definitely coming after him. Takes out the, the, the little baguette roll out of his mouth and shouts, you're helping with the cabbage, as you know, and books it. Okay, so I think part of the fun in this is going to that it'll help Finn and Sessie define some more of their stats just by the challenges they face during it. And uh, since you're not in this scene, Andrew... I think you will assign the challenges or come up with things that occur along the way. The only recommendation I'm going to, or the request I'm going to make here, since we know Finn's dad is out in the fields training with Bessie, we're going to get in the way of that at some point. <laughs> I think we'll, I think what we'll, because uh, um, while you were gone, Ani has to get going soon. So what we'll probably do is we'll do the chase scene and then we'll do a cliffhanger as Finn undoubtedly runs into Bessie. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. So. Let's uh let's get the rules up here and how far apart are Finn and Sessie's houses? Other sides of the village? <sighs> I think Sessie's house is in the middle of the village. It's like one of the corner houses like within the square with like the mayor's house close okay. by and stuff. And um Finn Finn's would be like closer to the edge with the fields. Okay, and you said the mayor's having a party, right? Yeah, later on in the day, there's okay, going to be a party. Which means they're setting up. Yes, they're setting up. Okay, so we've got two potential hazards, which are Bessie training with Pops and the party set up. Uh, Andrew, come up with at least a handful of other things you want to throw away, because Finn is booking it and Sessie is running after him. Okay, so I'm going to say we have... So this this is the mayor's party, right? We got we We have to have a couple, like... There, there will be a couple parked like horse carriages, um, and then one that is like moving with horses still attached in the middle of the road. Okay, so it sounds like I'm hearing a few beats. The first one here is 
we've got to get up to the mayor's house and I've got to evade Sassy enough of the way there. And then we're going to go through obstacles at the mayor's house or things around that and then book it back around to my place, right? Okay. So what are the challenges on the way to the mayor's place? Because that's probably like there's lots of things there to, you know, dodge or roll around or hide under, et cetera, to, to lose Sassy in the bustle of this. But uh, what's in the way of getting to the mayor's house? I'm going to say the market is packed. Today. Oh, okay. Like it's it's the morning. People are getting out to get the best produce they can. You know, so it's it's pretty. You got to deal with a good crowd of people, like just going about their day in the market. Okay, so I think this too is going to open up opportunities where we're not. It's going to be kind of mock combat. So instead of doing damage per se, you know, we're going to do like a hack and slash and defend if necessary. Because that's the closest to either that or defy danger for grab. But the thing about defend is that it allows people to deflect and change the directionality of stuff. So that probably has more potential to cause bigger issues. Okay. So Finn's booking it. What's the first thing in his way as he's running for his life from Sassy? Uh, I'm going to say the first thing is a like a horse cart unloading. Okay. In the market, they're taking everything out there. I'm at a... Oh, Big horse, big car. I'm going to say it's like, I'm going to say it's like grain sacks is getting dropped off near the bakery or something. Okay. I'm going to try to hurdle it. So, uh, defy danger decks and I haven't assigned decks yet, but let's give it a plus one. Finn is a troublemaker. So getting out of the way, it is probably something he's used to. Servers. Ooh, eight. Oof. So, uh, is it a hard choice, a lesser outcome or something I've got to give up to get what I want? I'm going to say it's a worse outcome. Okay, I try to hurdle the cart. What happens instead? You try to hurdle the cart and you end up basically like stuck in a like opened grain sack. One of them rips open and I get my foot kind of like stuck into the into the mess of it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so this provides definitely an opportunity for Sassy. What do you do? I... Yell using sing charm and social grace. Stop that boy. Okay. Stop him. So I wonder if this is a defied danger or if this is something uh barley, maybe? I don't know. Let's take a look. I don't know. It's been a while since I've run the system, so this is kind of a Well, regardless, I'm gonna add charisma. Okay. I'm gonna put plus two to charisma. Um messages. Because both of those are charisma based. Let's take a look at the basics. So, mm, I'm just going to roll because it's just charisma regardless. Yeah, just go for it and see what the roll is. Oh, I got a four. Oh, goodness. Two ones. Yeah. All right. So it, it's important here. Let's do parlay. Okay. Because you have good standing in the village, right? You make the bake, the bread. Your mom sells it. You've got a good reputation. You're giving you know, stuff ready for the mayor's party. People like you. When you have leverage uh, on a character, this can be you know, mm -hmm. NPC or not. Roll call. On a seven to nine... They need some concrete assurance of your promise right now. On a I miss. flat out failed. Yeah. So what do you say? You said stop that boy right now, right? Yeah, stop that boy. And turns out it's Davy who's unloading the cart and uh -huh. we go to school together. Okay. Oh, so you, you told a different <laughs> point to stop. Oh. <laughs> and he's all like, hey. Hey. How you doing? Oh, is that fresh bread? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dave, no, 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 no. We're totally doing it. Davey comes out and just and pulls the like, hey, girl. <laughs> no. As she gets completely flustered. Yeah. 
because he's all big and handsome and strong and he's in the way and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, that's a perfect way to fail on charisma. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Finn just takes a look at you, takes a chunk out of that bread he was eating and hops right out of the cart and keeps running. I, I, I imagine Finn has a very disgusted you. It's all oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> and books it again. I notice from the corner of my eye him just running and I just go, help me. And I pull Davy with me to <laughs> oh, chase no. you. Nice. Getting more people and problems with you. That means he can probably yeah, aid you too. Probably. Because bonds can also be had with NPCs. Okay. So Finn's running. We're, you know, chase the market. Says he's on the way. Davy's being yanked along, you know, probably trying to flirt with her the whole way too. Probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because he's probably a bit dense. What's, yeah. the, what's the next thing in the way? Ooh. Now, importantly, and this might be a great time to do it. There's something in the system which we've used before in the other games called a golden opportunity. Sometimes you or the person deciding or running the scene doesn't need to give us a choice. There's just a prime moment for something to happen based on what's been set up before. So my question to you, Andrew, is do you see a golden opportunity right now or do you see a challenge to put in front of us? I kind of see a challenge. Okay. What is it? There, the, you have reached the market that between like it's not it's not the big market you're you're a bit still further away from the mayor's house uh -huh. it is it, it's the smaller of the markets here in our our little village but it is still bustling and there are people everywhere it's it's like it's it's definitely like the husbands are out in the fields and the wives are coming in with their kids like this is Finn has to navigate not only through just big people in the cr in the crowd, but also like kids his age and okay. uh, like younger. I'm going to roll discern realities because this might give me some choices I don't know about yet. This is plus whiz, and depending on how well I'm doing that, you might give me some useful information. Let's roll six. Ooh, okay, Oof. an eight. So on okay. an eight, I get how many choices? Um, only one. Yeah. Let me get to playbooks. You know, I'm going to put this in my reader. Hopping between them much easier. Well, you know, discern realities. What here is useful or valuable to me? <laughs> so Finn's a, a, a I, I get an idea. Finn's a little Tom Sawyer kind of kid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you see your, not, not a friend, but you, you see your, a, what'd you call it? Patsy? <laughs> You, you, you see, con. you see a, a a kid you often con out uh, con stuff from uh, uh, Charlie, and Char Charlie's uh, at at the he, he's he's with his mom. You know, he's kind of staring off, like just trying to get away from his mom. Like, I don't want to go out shopping. I want to go adventuring, like my dad. Okay, I know what I'm gonna do. So I make sure it says he sees me do this. I pull off my shirt. I make a big show of wrapping it around something. And then I throw it to Charlie. Hey, Finn, what's up, dude? Catch, man. Get me at the mirror's house. Okay. I'm I'm coming. And uh, you now have acquired Charlie. <laughs> Great. So he's got as, something. As his mom is yelling and pursuing along with uh, uh, Ceci and Davey. We're going to mess this party up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Do I see Yo, the exchange? Oh, yeah. I made sure to do yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I think I think uh, Jared said like he he makes sure Sussy sees it. Okay, Finn, what are you what are you doing with your shirt, man? What what's in the box, dude? Importantly, uh, this is meta. No one knows whether it's the box or the or the loaf of bread I've put in that shirt. So I'm carrying <laughs> yeah. the other thing. That's fair. Yeah, 
or it's possible. No, actually, no, here we go. The box is probably in the shirt, but I've taken out whatever was in the box. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. And that may be a problem because I have no idea what's probably. in it. Probably. Can I also discern realities? Oh, sure. Go ahead. And then on that roll, we might have a golden opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what is about to happen. Did you roll? I have not rolled okay, yet. Got to roll first. I am going to put wisdom. I'm going to do wisdom plus one. Okay. Remember, you get a plus one when acting on the answers. Or one roll. Oh my, Jared, we, we might have a golden opportunity. I'm sure we do. This may be how we end it for now. Okay, I will roll. Let's see if I roll better than I've been rolling or this sassy. whole game. Or sassy. Getting bullied by the dice. Oh, a nine. That's better bad. than a four. Yeah, much. That, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that is better, okay, yeah. So one question. Get a plus one acting on it. Yeah. What is about to happen? Go for it, Andrew. Oh, how how do I want to set this up? Okay. And I, I'm glad you picked that question, too. <laughs> so, see, Alfie likes to... Al, Alfie's a little alchemist. He likes... You know, he, he doesn't help... He helps more with cooking stuff. You know, going out in the woods, getting the, you know, the spices, the herbs, you know, wild ginger, that that kind of thing. He also likes to get the poison mushrooms, you know, gotta keep that away. Stuff like that. Oh, no. You notice that uh, Finn, his hand, is glowing green. And uh, not just glowing green, it's it's almost like uh, there's a little bit of glitter in that glow. Sassy just screams out Finn's name. <laughs> Ben, you, you you notice you're you're feeling a little lighter, as as if you're you're walking a little on air, you know. Oh, perfect! I'm gonna run faster. If I'm walking air, can I actually? Okay. Importantly, like how much am I walking on air off the ground? So good. You are. If think of it this way, since you're a kid, huh? you're kind of like you're you're quote unquote floating to the height of an adult would be. Par I'm going to parkour myself off of someone's head, probably onto like a second story awning or something, and book it across them. I feel like that's got to be a roll, though. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what. Could st I, you could still, I'd say go defy danger, because you are still running from yeah. Sessi. I guess the question is, since I'm not, I'm not resisting the floating, the danger isn't tripping so much as it is continuing to go up, right? Would it be Dex? I'm wondering if it's by powering through or it's by getting out of the way or acting fast. I think it's, I think it might be quick thinking. Okay. So, and, uh, you know what? Cause I, I, I feel like, I feel like he's kind of like, like he, sure it's, it's getting out of a way or acting fast, but I feel like he also has to like accept and then go with right. whatever is happening. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. This is neat. Let's do it. And then probably the problem there is the, or the question is, okay, was this a good idea? So I'm going to put yeah. zero in it because he is a uh, impulsive. And probably doesn't think things through before he does them. Yeah, yeah. Devin, good enough. Okay, so <laughs> what is what's the worst outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice I have to make? Oh, 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 oh. I'm gonna say hard bargain. Okay, because here's the thing: the box also contained Alfie's mortar and pestle, which surely has yeah. You attempt. To, uh, well, I, well, what I was saying was, is that you, I assumed you grabbed it out with whatever oh, is in your okay, hand. Yeah. Um, what I'm, what I'm proposing is you drop the green glowing thing or your friend's favorite tool. That's mean. 
<laughs> I mean, he really loves that war and pestle, but I'm flying. I dropped the pestle. Cass says he will get it. Probably does, sees this. Does Sussy see this and attempt to grab I mean, it? I'm guessing as I'm probably parkouring up the awnings, I'm probably going up beyond them too, lifting myself up, because I think this is less like of a, a levitate at adult level, and as you keep moving yourself up, you keep going up. Yeah, so it's yeah, going to be a yeah. problem real soon, but not in this moment, which is the important point. Exactly. Because right now it's cool, and while it's cool, I'm going to hold on to it, and Sessie's here anyway, so she'll get the mortar and pestle. Yeah. So yeah, she'll see me lifting too high up as this thing seems to be carrying me, and there's that moment of like fumbling because I probably get, you know, I probably go feet up at one point because the motel, the motion is not uh, bound to human gravity, but just whatever direction I was moving in. So if it's feet moving first, it's the feet go up first or something like that. So yeah, I probably yeah, lose yeah. my balance. I'm halfway upside down and I'm fumbling with whatever I'm holding and the mortar and pestle. She sees that. And there's that moment of shit, 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 uh, drop. Or better yet, I might even shout, hey, Sassy, catch. I try to catch. Uh, would that be a roll or do I just grab it from the ground? I don't know. I mean, I think you're surprised by that, right? Yeah, I'm surprised. Definitely. Okay. You did ask, what should I be on the lookout for? So you take a plus one forward to whatever you do here. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to defy danger and um, with quick thinking, try to grab it. It's that or it's defend because you're trying to protect an item. Oh, that's true. Yeah, roll defense. Defend could and work, I, yeah. I know how important this item is. Yeah, when you stand in defense of a person, item, or location, you're protecting an item. So roll con and add okay, one. so I need to decide what my con is. Okay. I'm going to just do straight. Okay, 2d6 plat plus one because of the forward. Yeah. Ooh. An eight. Okay, on an eight, you gain one hold. You hold one. And you can use them one for one to do something. Um, can I just grab the mortal and pestle while it's still falling so it doesn't break? Okay. Is that a thing I can do with defend? I feel like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Cause I, I, the thing of it is, is that let, let me put it this way. The thing that was most at risk of breaking was the mortar part. Cause that's like a clay mm-hmm. bowl where the pestle yeah. is just a wooden like stick. So for the the sake of system, you grabbed the fragile part and defended that, but the stick like yeah. got a little banged up, but it's fine. What I would say you could and probably be a good thing to spend that hold on is opening up me, Finn, to an ally who gets a plus one forward and whatever they do next against me. So you get to, you know, give Dave a little boost when he tries to rein me in or go after me or go after Charlie as the use of your hold. Yeah, I would ask Davey to go after Charlie. To get the box. Okay. So David gets a plus one forward to that, and you're going to go after Finn. Yeah. So with the levitation, you were kind of like, you were kind of right, where it's like you're stepping up and getting down is the hard part. Mm -hmm. Now that you got rid of that weight, like that little bit of weight, you're floating a little bit more. It's less depth and more. And yeah, just more. You just see Sessie on the ground yelling your name while you're floating away. <laughs> yes. And hey, my guard, I go. I like that. It's a good beat to end on and a good cliffhanger. Uh, Reverse sense. So, um, yeah, no, this has been a fun beta test. I kind of want to resume this next time we can, if we have a chance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll decide afterwards, because I think it'll be fun with whatever system we use to continue playing these characters in this narrative. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us. This has been a special episode of Odd Worlds. 
And uh, subsidiary of Gribblekin Enterprises. Who doesn't exist. And we hope to see you next time because Ani's got to book it and I am hungry as heck. Thank you all and have a good night. A good story can excite us, yes. But the best ones, fiction or not, compel, inspire, or drive us toward the hope that we need for a better life. Remember, you don't need to know everything right now, but you do need to write. So make sure to like, review, and subscribe to us at Here Be Tigers. And until next time, take life by the tail.